Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm. This week, it is actually Mr. Happy doing the intro, not Sly pretending to be me. I'm back for a week, although I'm sure Sly will have some sort of clever thing to say next week in revenge for all the nicknames. Damn straight. Uh, <laughs> this week, we're going to be talking about patch 3.01, which saw the release of Alexander Normal. And we're going to be talking about the greatest live letter of all time. I'm sure everyone would agree. Live letter... 23 was it 23 it was 23 it was 23, 23. it was definitely 23 because it's a number that we all wish we could forget but anyway uh so yeah, i'm sure you've heard an extra voice now at this point but we have uh, a few extra guests today of course we have the regular sly aka sly the fox aka sly aka gray fox aka that i'm gonna have to have you do it at this because i could thou yes thou thou art mine esquire blue Thou art my Esquire Blue. Yeah, there we go. I forgot it in the five minutes that we just... What's going on, Sly, anyway? You, What's my boy, going Blue. On? What's going on? How you doing? You did a good job last week. What? <laughs> That's the third time you've made that noise since this... All right, never mind. Anyway, since I already had to say his name, we also have Ethis Asher. He's joining us again for a not-lore-related uh, not podcast, which Ooh. might surprise people. People probably upset. They're like, Ethis. Oh, no. How you doing at this? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> Again, there's no lore, so he's just all right. He's not doing great. He's just all right. <laughs> and finally, we have someone who we haven't had on the show in a very, very long time. Not since the last time we did a sp uh, the 2.55 spoiler cast episode. I don't even think that was like that was like five. We have Milo underscore five seven five. Just because, why not? What's going on, man? Woo! Yo, I'm here. What's going on, man? Thank you so much for having me. This is really cool. Like, damn, I'm, I'm surrounded by three gentlemen that, that I'm a fan of. So it feels <laughs> good, man. The weather's, the weather's perfect. Feels great, man. Feels great, great to be here. Gen awesome. we're, we're now officially gentlemen. Like, we actually uh, saved the word gentlemen. Yeah, you're bringing the gentleman thing in so I'm not early. comfortable with that. I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go of that. Let's go. You're not letting go? <laughs> so we're all, all right, Ethis, you are now officially a gentleman. Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> at this is like you guys don't know me as well as you think <laughs> i'm not as gentlemanly as you think i am all right i'm i'm probably gonna look in the wrong direction since i've had a week off of the show how was i gotta ask sly and at this i was farming alexander quite a bit last week during the show because that was the whole reason i took off we didn't know Aren't alexander normal alexander normal I, we'll talk about it in a minute i didn't expect it to be done so quick so how was last week's show how did you guys enjoy it? Because I was jealous I couldn't be on. We just kind of geeked out. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Talked about things that we wouldn't be able to talk about with you here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> no, seriously, we, we um, I think we'd both cleared Alexander before we actually started the show last week, hadn't we, Sly? Yeah, we actually. I know you have. Yeah, yeah. we could have talked about it it was really decided... hard not to talk about it yeah it really was so thanks for making us hold this off happy thank you mm. it's too we'll bad we're doing all of that um you, you we'll suck all the week, fun we? out of everything well 
We don't know who's not going to be on the show. Well, I am actually not going to be on the show next week, so that's <laughs> that was probably a bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need him. We don't need him. Yeah, they don't need him. You're good. It's too bad Milo couldn't be on that because Milo was on the first spoiler cast. It would have been nice to have him on the second one too. Ooh. Milo self-proclaimed least knowledgeable topic. <laughs> I suck at lore, dude. But I actually loved the first the uh, the first lore episode with Ethis with the trivia. That was dude, I, I was into it, man. I was into it. Oh, just, that was so much. Just fun. wait till the 3.0 really... yours Oh god. Oh god. Is that happening? Confirmed? Yeah, it's in the works. Confirmed. We we got oh, yeah, we got to do it at some confirmed. point like we you can't not do Heaven's Word or <laughs> is it Eorvisia? I mean, uh, dude, you named it. <laughs> It's your I, name. I know. So, what is it? I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna switch tabs because you guys are hearing. Bloop, bloop. You guys aren't hearing it, but they're hearing it on the stream. Uh, yeah, no, because I keep wanting to say Eorzivia, not Eorvizia. Yeah, I don't, that's right. Eorzivia. Is it Eorzivia? Okay, see, I can't. Yeah, I, just, Eorzivia I'm too, with the, I'm too with dumb the to get it right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm too <laughs> dumb to get it right. But <laughs> now we're getting into an episode that's not even happening like for quite some time. So let's talk mm -hmm. about this episode. Hmm. Yes. Yes. You got <laughs> the smiles on your face because you guys know what's coming up. You mm. have a. I can tell everyone has a lot to say here. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about patch three point oh one, which isn't a major patch, even though it did come with something that was considered by a lot to be pretty major, or we thought it was gonna be, and that was Alexander Normal, the uh, the normal difficulty for people who mostly just want to see the story for Alexander. Uh, got some opinions on it. <laughs> we've, uh, I think we've all got some opinions, so, uh, let's, let's do the whole roundtable thing. Uh, Ethos, why don't you go first? What did you, uh, think of Alexander Normal? I gotta say, I'm all, I'm always pretty, um, sympathetic to the devs when people are complaining about stuff like this. We've known for a long time that we're going in two different tracks at the same time. One for the the sort of uh, casual hardcore, and one for the, the hardcore casual, as as you sort of describe them. Um, I think the fact that's easy—that's obviously the point. Is it too easy for the casual crowd? I don't know. What what's the sort of um, what do you think would be the percentage of people who have cleared it? Mm. Do you think everyone's finished it already? Uh that's so hard to it's so hard to say um i don't know based on just offhandedly people i've talked to i don't know maybe like 30% i would say i mean i think anyone who wants wanted to do it and clear it ha has done it um it seems at least um i'm not really sure what have you guys got from talking to other people cuz i've just done it with my static so i i really don't have a good reference point um yeah, I haven't really heard the the sort of casual perspective because a lot of people are complaining about it, but it's people that are waiting for Savage and are, and are sort of holding out for that. What what do you think, Happy? Um, I I'm not gonna complain. That's my outlook on it because mm. I knew Savage was for me the night before it came out. My raid leader was like, "We only have four hours to do it in the morning," and I was like, "Okay," and he's like, "Don't worry, we'll clear it before then anyway." And I was like, yeah. haha, that's funny. And then, <laughs> and then an hour <laughs> an hour later in the morning, we're like, okay, we really did finish it in an hour. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, 
I knew it wasn't going to be for the people who wanted a hardcore challenge, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. If people want to do it for the story, and honestly, I'm glad that I've gotten the story from it now, and we kind of have an idea of what's going on, uh, and it's it's whatever. It's for people to farm. Mm -hmm. It's for people to get some gear. It's a set, it's a sort of sense of progression, which we'll talk about a little bit later. <laughs> but then again, you have to go into the whole people who've cleared it and people who want to be quote unquote consistent. For the more casual crowd, you have still have that crowd who want to know clear it, but clear it more consistently with their statics or in DF. And it's I wouldn't say it's DF friendly. In terms of well, in terms of loot, it definitely isn't DF friendly. But in mm -hmm. terms of um, just actually clearing it, yeah, you could probably DF it and just be fine. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd say that for one, two, and three. Four is a a nightmare. It's not mechanically difficult, but four is is a healer's nightmare in the duty mm -hmm. finder. If you've ever feared something, oh man, I sure hope they don't get hit by that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, but yeah. so I I think we're all in pretty much agreement that easy versus too easy. Some people definitely are very unhappy with the difficulty, and then there are some people who. Someone cleared it. They can't get a group together in the duty finder to beat A4. Right. I think that's I think that's a fair place for it to be. It's still mm -hmm. not 100% clearable, but the hardcore crowd will will have our will have our chance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next week. Next week. But Sly, you mentioned loot. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Tell us about that because you sounded like you already had some <clears throat> some salt, some sodium levels <laughs> rising in your blood right there. It's not. It's it's not even that I'm salty about the loot. It's just. You know, how how long has, like, okay, we just had reset today. How long did it take you to pretty much farm your loot today? With all, like, because you did it DF, uh, well, some DF, and then you went with kind of a motley crew. And it, it takes a while. You, you're waiting almost hours for a drop in one floor. If you're consistently farm, farming it, you're waiting hours. Just for one drop, I just want that chest four hours, maybe. On a I bad day. I don't know that that's the, the thing, though. It's See, because we had that same system in WAD where you would have to, like, I could go 10 WADs in a week and never see the body piece I want or the feet that I wanted. Mm -hmm. But I think the bigger thing is now everyone is rolling on the same piece. It's the same. That's, eight, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the issue. That's the issue. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to talk about my luck in Alexander Normal. Four hours of double spring is just the worst and double shaft <laughs> is by far the worst i've i've had terrible luck it's been horrible even with my static we've had to sit there for four hours not getting what we wanted just yeah. one person holding us back so you would so you say a uh kind of ravana ish system would be better oh, absolutely would be better but at the same time ravana still trolly as shit because Every time I go in and farm it, I don't need to farm it anymore. But when I did, I swear to God, I saw the Astrologian Globe like five times. Oh. <laughs> didn't, see, didn't see the freaking spear drop one time. Had to use tokens to get it, the totems to get it. But saw the Astrologian glo Globe drop five times. Now, if, if we're going to do that for Alexander, it's probably going to be the same damn thing. You're probably still going to be salty. Listen, at least in 10 runs, I'll be done. Yeah. <laughs> 40 runs a week, we're good to go. How have you guys, have you guys had the same, because Sly and I are going back and forth here. Milo, what's what's your luck been like? Um, It's been all right. Thankfully, I, uh, I've i only done, um, 
Alexander with my static group. And we've actually had the mentality of just like no no man left behind. Like we have just, I mean, if we have to grind turn one for like an hour and a half, which we did have to do, uh, we just do it until everyone gets their items. Our luck hasn't been too horrible. It's it's not been amazing, um, but the system is definitely flawed. Um, I was talking to to try and get another perspective. I, I was talking to some friends who have done it only in Duty Finder, and it's ironic because Alexander Normal, like we talked about before, is designed with the the the, the audience in mind who maybe doesn't want to commit to a static group for Savage for them to be able to get gear and, and be able to do it through the Duty Finder, right? But the loot system, as was mentioned, is fundamentally flawed for Duty Finder because now you have everyone rolling against each other for the same items and anyone who's doing it in Duty Finder needs the items. Um, so it's it's not been bad for me. Um, some things that have been brought up to me to fix it were maybe making it just drop more items. Instead of dropping two items, it would drop like four, for example. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, my perspective on this is kind of different because I've just been in a group that is just grinding it out no matter what. But the, the, the system definitely seems flawed. I don't know if totems or that type of token is the correct choice either. Because like with Ravana, I, for instance, the totem and the drop I think is a fantastic idea. I would argue that the, the 10 totems to get a weapon is actually not enough. I mean, I farmed Ravana for like a couple of hours, and that was it. I That was it. I've never gone back because I have three weapons in a matter of like a couple of hours. So it's a hard balance to strike. I'm curious on what you guys think could be done to improve this system for Duty Finder players specifically, though. Mm. Ethos. You've been sitting there thinking contently. Just, mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been staring well, at your face. Is here's the way. <clears throat> here's what I think that they they were sort of thinking when they designed it. Anyway, you've got people doing uh, doing Crystal Tower, right? Um, big loot tables, very small chance of getting what you want. You have to run it for hours and hours and hours. Now the casual player is saying. I've only got so much time in my week to play this game mm -hmm. and I don't want to spend it for nothing. I don't want to spend it not getting drops. Uh, on the other hand, as a casual player, also I don't have the time to commit to a coil static uh, because that's you know three or four nights a week of, of two or three hours a week, uh, two or three hours a night rather. Um, so I think what they're thinking is they've made it more difficult than, than Crystal Tower. So the casual players can look at the option of having a static. Suddenly it seems like a good idea because you obviously didn't need that for Crystal Tower. It was more effort than it was worth. Whereas now if you have a static just to farm for one night a week, you can go in there for a couple of hours. You've got these tiny loot tables. Uh, you've only got three potential drops. And you should be able to get everything you need for your group after a couple of hours. So, yeah, it's a poor system for Duty Finder. But we've also noticed that... Um, the turn four of Alex is also pretty rough on Duty Finder. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think they. I think that they were really thinking of. All right, let's let's have casual statics getting in there once a week and sort of having their kind of community thing, like like the hardcore community's got. Does that make sense? I'd say it does. Mm. I, yeah. I don't know that I particularly. I think agree. that's the philosophy. Mm. That that's what they philosophize. I, philosophize. I think that. 
I think they I think they messed it up. I think I mm. think that regardless, I've just I've had such bad drop rates with stat with with the hardcore stat. Yeah. It's salty though. On yeah, paper, I am salty. Like, There's on only paper, so many times good. I can see double crank when no one needs crank like eight mm. runs in a row. <laughs> You'd think that with a small loot table of three potential items, that maybe it wouldn't be so bad. I, meanwhile, I've seen people who are duty finding it, and yeah, you do have to worry about rolling against seven other people, but at least when you get your one item, you're out of there. <laughs> you're not mm. going back. And when you're in a static, it's like, oh, wow, yes, I got my item for the week. Awesome. Eight runs later, oh my god, just get him his item, please. I don't want to be in here anymore. Mm -hmm. I can't handle it. <laughs> I can't. This fight's eight minutes long. It's so long for no reason. A1 is only three minutes. I can't, I can't do it. Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's I think it's got its pros and cons. I would much prefer the Ravana system. They could even do small tweaks, for example, making the same making it impossible for a turn to drop this two copies of the same item. Like just small tweaks, anything to make it less, you know, like you said earlier, double springs every single time. Like that's just it, just a small tweak, anything to make it better, but it's funny because uh in 2.x series, everyone's like, this loot system sucks. Why can't we have tokens? This is bullshit. Mm. And then we get tokens, and everyone's like, these tokens are bullshit. Why can't we just have no... Like, if there's We're really, never guess, satisfied. No We're there's never no way. Satisfied. Well, these, are, these aren't like really like the tokens people imagine. The Ravana tokens are how people imagine tokens. Being yeah, around. yeah. And I like that system with the drop and the tokens to make it you know, more deterministic, but still have the... I think another issue with um, the current normal Alexander system is that you kind of... Um, it feels less exciting to see a, a screw drop than you know, the hype-ass item that you wanted, um, I, which is why yeah, I think Ravana is good, because you do have the chance to actually just straight up get the good item you want. Um, that's more of a, an imaginary thing, but I definitely felt that to an extent as well. Uh, I would say though, I think maybe they should make the number of tokens higher, more like the totem. I'm sorry, uh, by it's so hard to. I guess totems will say for Ravana, make them more. I think ten was not enough. It's, it's just if if a kill takes like eight minutes of Ravana, you, you can do the math. It that's it. Um, so what would be a good sweet spot then? Like fifteen, twenty. 15, 20, I think is fair. Uh, that way it adds replay value to the content uh, in a way that feels deterministic, not like, you know, Mr. Happy's experience farming Alexander where it's like you, you just, you're at the pure mercy of the Just make it three items, it's one of each token. I will take that. <laughs> That would be great. That would be fine. Just one of fine. each on clear gives everyone in the duty finder a better chance of at least seeing the item they want every single run. I think it's more forgiving for both the people farming it and for the people who are duty finding it. I'm not so saying give us have, free loot. Have another chest. Or Is just, that yeah. you want? Have another mm. chest and then no chance of doubling up. Yes. Do you think that would fix it? I think, think would, everyone would be happy with that. I think statics would be happy because statics, let's be honest, statics aren't going into, oh, yeah, hey, definitely. I'm so excited to do Alexander or one over and over again. No, they oh, want to get in and get so out. It's so tedious. Duty finder, mm. they, people are like, oh, Jesus Christ, I hope that my item drops and I hope I win it. Now at least you're <laughs> eliminating the part where it's like, oh, well, okay, I know my item will be there. Since it's designed for casual content, it, all the people you listed at this, I think that fits them more, but they have mm -hmm. like two, three hours a night. They at least know mm -hmm. when they go in, they don't have to 
overcome the whole I hope it drops first before even mm -hmm. overcoming these other seven people can all go to hell. We were friends until the loot until the loot fell into the table. <laughs> and just fucking use loot master then. Well, you'd have to go in with eight people. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, like for statics wise, you know. That doesn't change anything. It's still gotta drop. Yeah. <laughs> Those bastards. Okay, so It just means that you only hate one person. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, you can still hate the other person who you type slash random against. Mm. That's how we did in the old school days. Type slash random or roll on it. Um, so, boss, bosses. We mm. had the oppressor. Mm -hmm. We had the machinists, which was weird because none of them were actually machinists. <laughs> <laughs> which bothers me a lot for some reason. You have living liquid. Ooh, Mr. Clean. I love that boss. <laughs> Mr. Pork master. Mr. Clean, he's the best. Torque right, Master so. Liquid. And then we have the Manipulator. Favorites. Manipulator. Melee friendly. Done. Sly loves dropping the controller. <laughs> there, there was no reason for that. There, <laughs> there was, it is. There was no reason for that, but he just wanted to do it. <laughs> what about you, Milo? Uh, I love the... Can we, are we allowed to call it turn three? Is that kosher? Can we just call them turn one? I call, I'm three? calling them floors. I have... I, have, okay. I stared in a mirror for like ten minutes like... Floor, floor. Okay, floor. okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure I was, you know, in with the in with the times. All right. So yeah, floor three, aka Mister Clean, aka Twerk Master Flex. Uh, I like that boss fight the most. I thought it was a good balance of mm -hmm. uh, straightforwardness, but also there was some footwork involved. Um, mm -hmm. And the other bosses, by comparison, I thought were just not as exciting. Simple, uh, maybe. Turn, yeah, it's interesting because so we'll look into this later. But I think turn two is the most boring, or floor two is the most boring on normal, but might actually be the most complex and interesting on savage. Uh, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, um, I liked floor three the best. Um, that jiggle. Atlas. Um, I I gotta go with Sly. I preferred floor four just because we didn't have to do a damn thing. It was so great. <laughs> Particularly that, that last phase. That last phase when suddenly we need to be able to get at the rear and we're just like, all right, I, sorry, I'm back here. I can't fucking deal with anything. That's your yeah. problem. I can't see the orbs on the other side of the boss, so I'm obviously not yeah. the right yeah, person exactly. to deal with this mechanic. Um, so that that was my favorite, but um, I got to go with Milo that mechanically uh, turn three, uh, we've been calling him Jizzman in my group. <laughs> Um, so I think I think Jizzman as as a fight design um, was really good, and that's probably the one I'm most excited to see. In what's what's so funny? He's a big man made of jizz. He's made of he water. Gross, he turns into a gross H2O. jizzy hand. Gross jizzy hands, and well, jizz is mostly water. <laughs> was, yeah. Ah. <laughs> it's All all of a sudden, you know he's from Final Fantasy, like he's he's based on a boss from Final Fantasy V, right? Yeah, I called him. We're all aware of that. What would you call the boss from Final Fantasy V? Jizzman. He's made of fire instead of water. <laughs> yeah, but now that I fought Jizzman, he's, you know, there, can't get just, it, it's, you know it, could, it could be living electricity. It could be living yeah. liquid. It could be living earth. Yeah. It's still going to be... Jizzman now. Jizzman. Sounds like a bad superhero. Sounds like the, the worst. Best. He's got a J on his chest instead. 
And, it's got, and, spiky, it's got a... and spiky hair for reasons. For... <laughs> this conversation has gotten just, it, complete... just this uh... is this is this is a post show conversation we're having in the middle of the show. <laughs> that was way too distract. All right. Anyway, Nicole... so Mike, what about you? I'm gonna go. <laughs> I was going to say Jizzman, but now I don't even want to. I don't even want I don't even want to like Floor 3. I'm going with Floor 2 because I love trolling people on the God Oh, Walker. no, 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 no. Floor 2 is so many trust issues. Like, I have trust issues with Floor 2. When people, you know, don't get bombs and I'm sitting there going ham, I'm not going to use, like, the little God Walker. I'm, I'm DPS. I don't have to. I have no reason to. Um, so whenever people aren't moving to bombs, I have trust issues. You're... It kills my DPS, but I move away because I don't trust y'all bitches. <laughs> no, you know what I don't trust? <laughs> when somebody in my group is like, I want to get in the other Gobwalker this run. I'm like, no. No. Because I know we're gonna just having we're gonna be having a tug of war with the bombs. Over and over again, it's like Sardigan, no! Stop! <laughs> Stop it. He's like, No, I got it. No, I got it. No, I got it. And then it blows up in the middle of the room. <laughs> so you're the walker man, are you? Happy? And then and then you see a tank with like five stacks of um fire vulnerability like yeah dude. it actually only goes up to two i thought i saw five one time i don't know i got hit by it over and over again i never went over two i saw somebody else said they got the three i literally got hit by every bomb and never went over two i feel like i've seen three uh i know right me too i feel like tuggle bomb oh goodness uh, i'm gonna go with four two because i just love being like all right guys I'm, I got the, I've gobwalker duty. I'm important, right? Yeah. I'm so important right now. Floor is so boring, though. It's not when you're in the gobwalker. <laughs> it's the only <laughs> thing that makes it exciting. <laughs> I promise, it's very exciting. Okay. So, um, we've looked at normal. I'm not gonna answer this question. Okay. But we have Savage coming out in a week. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone's already looking at the fights going, mm. how is that going to be different on Savage? Mm. So how's it going to be different on Savage, guys? <laughs> pick a floor. Each of you pick a floor oh, and name something, name something you think will be different. Come on. Well, Sly I, wants to talk about every floor. No, I don't. I, uh, I actually love this idea. So the, the, the idea of doing content and sort of looking ahead, like not really focusing on this current content. Again, this is for people who are um, uh, are going to be pursuing Savage, which isn't everyone. Um, but I think I would encourage everyone to try it too. Um, so this is the first time, at least in Final Fantasy fourteen, where we've explicitly known that these fights that we're doing in the end game are gonna be. The same, but more difficult, right? That in mm -hmm. second coil, there we didn't when that was progression. We didn't know that there would be savage later, so everyone's just focused on this. Um, also, with as far as normal Alexander, I thought it was cool, um, and I would like not just myself, but all to hear your guys' opinions on floor two, because on floor two with the gobwalkers, right? They put them into normal, and they're absolutely <laughs> unnecessary, right? Um, yeah. When we got in there. I jumped in one. I was like, I'm going to be a good boy. I'm going to take screenshots of all the abilities. And then they weren't, they weren't needed. But you have to assume that the gobwalkers are going to be needed in, in Savage, right? 
Um, what if do I you guys to, think about that? If I were to assume anything in Savage, you're not going to have him. You're going to have to move your own damn self. No, really? No way. Yes. Really? Because there's a yes. 0% so, chance of that. I'm, I'm like, mm -hmm. it, because we, I've done it. Like, I, a group I was in done it without using the Godwalker. I think they freaking just, you know, just left the Godwalkers don't help in normal, though. So why would they put them in? <laughs> that would be yeah. so weird if they weren't there at Savage. We just moved everything else. I mean, we just got out <laughs> the fucking way. But again, I have, I have trust issues. So I'm going to get out the way fucking period. I might lose DPS. I don't give a shit. I don't trust y'all. I don't trust whoever is in the Godwalker sometimes. Except for in my static, because... <laughs> no, no, all of a sudden, he's backtracking like shit they might be watching. Yeah. I, I trust you, I swear. I mean, I trust my static. It's just every, every other group. I don't trust y'all. Mm. I'll lose DPS. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Ethics. Well, Pick a floor. What's Sly, gonna be you, won't, you, won't, you won't be pugging Savage Floor 2, will you? Oh, no, no, no. I ain't gonna pug shit. Right. So, so... So we've established that you're going to be trusting the people that you're doing Savage Floor 2 with. Damn straight. So there's no reason for there not to be Gobwalkers on Savage Floor 2. I'm not saying there's no reason for it, but I just think they're not going to be there. I, I, I'm just really interested. Why, why, why would they put them there in normal and not have them in Savage, because I, I feel like there's so many mechanics that are uh, incidental in normal. Like, they're, mm -hmm. they're there, there's, like, stacks being picked up, there's things that need to be moved around, but it doesn't mm -hmm. really matter if you ignore them. Um, I feel like they're all leading into something. Why do you think the Godwalker might be different? Do you think it'd just be harder without them? Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's okay. not that much harder, but still, yeah. I mean, they're probably going to throw... Or bombs down down the down the way, but yeah, mm. that minus God Walkers, yeah, equals a little bit more difficult. Mm. Well, the, what I'm thinking of is so since when I saw the God Walkers, like obviously my my first instinct was okay, these are going to be these we're going to have to use these right, and then I looked at all the abilities. So we were talking about the the hook one that is obviously used to pull the bombs, but it has another it has many other abilities that. I, I just get the sense that you're going to have to use them. For example, the first ability on the Gobwalker is it puts a heavy on a non-mechanical target. To me, I think like that's going to involve maybe the adds in Savage will hit so hard or they'll power up or in such that you can't tank them. You have to kite them, for example, and you have to heavy them with this ability. Um, it has also ability that stuns everything, and then after the stun duration, it resets the threat table. Um, so maybe the ads will like hit so hard that you can't tank them and you have to rotate the stuns. That's my line of thinking at least. And I thought that was interesting that they kind of maybe teased them. Though I do see what you're saying, Sly, and that you think they might not be there at all. But it's, it's such a, it's so, um, what's the word? Like they're, they're there. Like if, mm -hmm. if you didn't need them, then they would, I don't think they would put in the time to, you know, create them in the first place, if that makes sense. So I'm really excited about what is going to have to be done with the Gobwalkers in Savage. I, and they also have this ability that makes the mobs take more damage, which right now in normal doesn't matter. Maybe in Savage there'll be like some extreme section where you have to burn down an ad really quick and you have to use that, for example. 
that's at least how I that's at least how I looked at it. So Milo, who in Savage, who would you put in the Gobwalker? Do you, well, um, first of all, do you think we'll be using one or two? And secondly, uh, what do you think the the sort of arrangement of um, classes that are still on the table is going to be? Is it going to be, uh, say, solo healing with one of the healers? Or are we going to need both of our healers and we're going to have a DPS in? Uh, how do you think it's going to work? That's interesting. So I am led to believe that you, I would assume you have to use both simultaneously. Uh, mm-hmm. I would imagine the bombs are going to be even more of, a, of an issue. <clears throat> Um, that mm-hmm. you'll need to pull them. And perhaps even uh, when we first went in there, we didn't even realize about the pull thing. We were using Fluid Aura from White Mage. Maybe mm-hmm. you'll need to use all three. Um, I have noticed that uh, summoners are extremely powerful in this fight thanks to just the extreme amount of ads. So multi-dotting is prevalent, and I can't mm-hmm. imagine you would put a summoner in there. Our summoner's I, been insisting on going in there. Dude, yo, your summoner's missing out, dude. Your summoner could be partying all uh, night. Uh, oh, he loves it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, we'll have to see what the health and things look like. Maybe, maybe, this, maybe this is wishful thinking. Maybe we'll need to actually swap based on the current wave. Like, some waves, I, I would imagine, Savage, you cannot solo heal. For example, when you have hmm. the huge Omega tank... And then the ads, like that's not solo healable, I think. Um, that's if the waves that would be are even crazy. The same. Mm. They could be different waves altogether. That's true as well. That's true as well. And so, also, I, I got to ask you guys this. So, from my experience, it seems that the are the waves on a on a strict timer, or do they come out after you kill the previous wave? It's, it's like it's, turn four. It's like turn four. Okay, so it has a it has a specific timeline that happens no matter what. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. The duty finder will show you that real quick. <laughs> okay, because for do they uh, come out? Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, yeah, and so I- I'm just really interested in the Gobwalker because before Alexander came out, um, I was talking with some friends and, and people asked me what I would want to see, and I said I want to see twin bosses and I want to see a gauntlet, and we got that. And this gauntlet, like with vehicles, this is also the reason I'm so fascinated and the reason as, as like a counterpoint to Sly's example is um, since this is the first time they've ever experimented with using vehicles in Raid in Final Fantasy XIV, um, that's I guess what gets me so excited. And then just looking at the abilities, um, you'll also need to manage the resource bar on these. Uh, but I guess to get to Ethos' original point, I want to say... I want to say maybe your your bard or melee. Uh, uh, no, think. hell no. Nope. <laughs> I'm no, not going to that shit. Fuck that. No. Well, that's the thing too. I'm thinking of, there's so many things to think about, and that's why that's why this is so exciting. There's so many things to think about. Like drag, like battle litany is so such a savage buff. Like, can you live without that? I don't know. Um, yeah, can you? Yeah. Yeah, can you? Shout out, in there. shout out to battle litany really quick. That spell is amazing. Um, would you would you trust a dragoon to do uh, kiting and debuffing and and interrupting and things like that? Is that is that where you want to see us? <laughs> I'm so glad I have Ethos on my side. I have another dude in here. I love this. Thank you, Happy. Good Lord, thank you. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. This is it's going to be so interesting because yeah, maybe you're like it's it's a completely different roster since now one of your two of your eight members are not a class anymore but a tank 
or like a vehicle, right? So I mean, that's how Destiny did every single raid encounter. So maybe we're just learning from that. Could be. Destiny it's... had raids. <laughs> <laughs> they had swords. They had shields. Oh, they had mazes. Had a lot of help. Yeah, they had some stuff. So everyone just focused on floor two. Is there another floor anyone wants to talk about? We'll talk about floor one. There's a few interesting things in there. Oh yeah, yeah, I think floor one is probably the most obvious of what's some of the things that are going to be different. Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff going on in there. I mean, um, we've got these these sort of split and stack kind of missile things, uh, mm -hmm. similar to turn eight and turn eleven, and that'll obviously become pretty critical. Um, with the beams that we need to put the the, the ads under to uh, to deal with the missiles, I don't know. Could there be more of those? Could you have uh, sort of different configurations of them with different colors? Something like that. Oh God! Um, please don't say anything about colors. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, just for you, happy. Just for you, I hope. I hope there's like a red one, an orange one, and a purple one. <laughs> I might not have trouble with that because that would those really those are those are vastly different. <laughs> those are vastly really. Different colors. If you made them light green, green, mm. and yellow, I would be screwed. <laughs> or blue, purple, and Royal Mountain Majesty. I don't know. All right, we'll go with that then. That's what our crayons say in America, by the way. They say um, Royal Mountain Majesty instead of purple. Royal Mountain Majesty. It's part of our anthem. Just, yeah. We have to talk about that in post <laughs> <laughs> Um The other one, so when we get the Oppressor 5.0 showing up, uh, we get these stacks from them being tethered. Um, they're damage up stacks, aren't they? But they don't really seem to do all that much at the moment. No. I think they'll be far more critical. They're also not and... permanent. Mm. They're, they're not permanent. Mm. Mm. So I feel like they'll obviously be permanent, a lot more critical, and they'll probably build over time uh, as a sort of soft enrage. And um, I think the last thing is basically that, that self-destruct cast. I'm expecting that to be like a couple of seconds. I'm expecting that to be really yeah. critical. Shorter. That would be more strict. Also, I was wondering mm. about the praise. Does anyone know if those split damage between the someone gets targeted with a or not? Maybe it's not called prey, but the bullseye, and it just does like a stream of missiles. Uh, it is a prey. Does it? Does do do we? Know I don't if think that it does split. It doesn't. It doesn't hit in an AOE. Uh, it just hits mm. that one person. You oh, can't, you, I see. you can't even pass it at, in oh. normal mm. mode. Okay, so that one might be a little bit more healing intensive. Um, I like the fact that they put a very explicit enrage on the first boss um, as sort of like a DPS check to get you like through the door, so to speak. I remember. Oh, you're talking about Faust? Do you think Faust will be harder? Wait, who? The trash. Faust, Faust yeah. Faust, yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, the first one. Oh, that could be interesting, yeah. I mean, they didn't. The thing is, with previous savages, they've never touched the trash. Yeah. In Second Coil, it was literally the same exact trash with a harder boss. Yeah. So. It would be cool, but I, I doubt it. So everyone's naming like Oppressor 3.14, Oppressor 9999. <laughs> oppressor Pi. Oppressor Pi. There you go. Is it is it 5.0 or is it 0.5? It's 0.5. Yeah, it's, it's 0.5. Yeah. All right. The other that one. does make more sense. Yeah. Mm. It's not like it comes out at 50%. It's just, mm. it's just it's, it's half the Oppressor the other one was, I guess. Mm. Half as oppressive. And I kind of agree with Ash, uh, Ethis on the um, lasers, where every ad will account for one laser. So you fuck up an ad, put it in the wrong place, 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because you, at the moment, you get... if you miss one of those lasers, it doesn't really matter. Oh, it yeah, hurts, it but it doesn't. It won't. It, it if you matters. miss both of them, you're dead. But Yeah. If you get both of them, if you get one, you can heal through it. Yeah, yeah because if you remember, you get like two adds per oppressor. So that's. Yeah. So I would think there would be four lasers mm-hmm. for a savage. It's a pretty tight DPS check there. Not really. In savage. So. In savage, maybe. Yeah. yeah. To do all think, four of them. Yeah, I think this that fight, like at this said, might be more focused on the enrage timer, and like mm-hmm. since it's the first boss, not super uh, movement intensive, um, mm. and I think that might be the highlight of that. Um, I think uh, J Man Floor Three has potential as well. Chin, like uh, I don't know if if we have time or if you guys want to talk about uh, J Man. He he seems interesting. He as well. has potential to do anything. They yeah. He's a carbon copy of his Final Fantasy V counterpart, which has a human mode, a hand mode, and a tornado mode. But they could go <laughs> okay. wherever they want with that, with a transforming boss. Yeah, and I and his current mechanics, I feel like, would be amplified. I think that there's more to be done with the positive negative tethers. I think there's more to be done with the split cleaving. Uh, for example, I thought that when we first got in there. I thought that the entire raid had to split the cleaves, which ended up not being the case in normal, but maybe in Savage, um, when he's in single hand mode, maybe the whole raid needs to absorb the cleaves because it does too much damage. Or when he splits, maybe you need to have like four and four. Uh, things like that. I just feel like J-Man has a lot of potential as far as his current mechanics just being amplified. And and then, like you said, Mr. Happy, they could, uh, they could just go off the wall if they wanted to as well. I thought the tornado phase, the ads was a little weak it, yeah it was just really straightforward so yeah. i would imagine they'll do something more um ads yeah more ads. what do you think more they ads? could do with that i i had this idea that they could um sort of reduce the size of the arena and increase the size of the electric field the same as with um Indigood. oh um, yeah yeah i yeah i guess that they could have the ads move faster as well just have more ads I don't know. I, I like the idea of that fight having a soft enrage like in the good of, of the arena getting gradually smaller and smaller. I think that would be pretty intense. Or it could kind of be... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, one thing, I mean, I'm trying to rack my brain. I'm pretty sure they've never done this, but a sort of uh, like bullet hell like phase. Hmm. In, in, that hasn't happened in Final Fantasy XIV, right? I'm trying to rack my brain. I'm pretty sure not. You mean like Toho? Yeah, exactly. I... I obviously this is pure speculation, but I think it would be cool if they did like a pure movement-based phase where you just have to dodge things rapidly. Like for example, maybe you don't kill the ads, but instead they just there's a lot of them and they move in like wild patterns, and you have to move uh, through them while, uh, while managing the tethers and things like that. Also, the um, the tether in that phase, we've just been like stone skin ad lowing it on a tank, but that. Potential has the potential to need to be split or things like this. There's just so much really to to imagine with floor three. I think I, I kind of foresee I kind of kind of foresee like a um, crystal tower king behemoth um, mechanic maybe with the mm. whole floor being electrified and some Ooh. kind of mm-hmm. you know I could that's a possibility. Yeah, the idea of positive and negative charges is. A lot. There's a lot. It's a very simple mechanic, uh, but I feel like there's a lot of potential, like you said, in manipulating the arena itself. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to Floor Three and Savage. I think 
they have the potential to really uh, do something interesting there. And I don't even want to think about floor four. <sighs> quarantine is a hard fucking DPS check. The the quarantine blows up with you in it if you don't kill it. In oh, I've seen what the quarantine looks like. One time the the, the off tank got gibbed and it sucked me and a dead healer into mm -hmm. the thing. Oh yeah. And the doll <laughs> and the doll killed me. So I sat there for like thirty seconds, like nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden the room goes <laughs> and explodes <laughs> with lasers everywhere. Hell. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. And then the other That's and the doll never and the doll never dies. So the next people that got sucked in, they had two dolls. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was Do you uh, ever get out? Can you can you get raised if you die? No, unless a healer no, gets sucked unless in. Unless a healer comes in. Huh. Yeah, you're pretty much as you're quarantined. Mm-hmm. Detention. And the healer doesn't under normal conditions, does it? No, not oh, unless no. not unless you have a DPS as the second in enmity, which will only happen if the off tank is dead. So you're already, oh, uh, you're already well it, on your way to dying. Try single tanking it. It's totally RNG. It's total luck. <laughs> in terms of who gets put in quarantine, it's mm. it has been done, but it's really RNG as hell. Mm -hmm. I want to do it. Uh, manipulator point five. Let's just have a second manipulator. Spot. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. No, it wouldn't. What about giving it some movement? Yeah, yeah is it going to stand there in the same way, or could it could it move? Could we have something uh, like I think it's um, rooted there, like steps of faith, where it's like stomping? <laughs> I mean, but because it does technically have four legs, you only you're only hitting the front four. You're not hitting the rear. We're four. gonna have to attack all four, surely. Yeah. Mm. So what also, I'm getting from this is everyone is way more excited for Savage than they are than they were for normal. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, yeah. I think so. Pretty I'm, much. I'm also as a as a scholar player in in floor four. I I I've been looking for an excuse to use uh, deployment tactics. So creating a, <laughs> a massive shield and distributing it. And so far that hasn't ever been necessary. But I think on floor four, uh, he when he transitions, he does the big AOE and it gets progressively more intense. So uh, that skill. that could be that that's that will be interesting. Like how extreme that damage is will be really interesting. I think. But Milo, you need yes. to you need to really look at the raid to figure out where you're going to use dissipation. That too. I mean, I, dude, when I heard about dissipation, I thought like, okay, we're going to use this to create the most monumental adloquium of all time. With like Fey Illuminati convalescence, all that shit. Fey Illuminati. And yeah, I I hope that happens. Just as a side note, you know, to all to all my scholar players out there, like I really think that in the floor four savage, you might need to you might need to just drop the tactical healing nuke, uh, or or tank limit break, I guess. But. <laughs> <laughs> one of those two things. But come on, man. That's so, not one. We still have a week till Savage, though. What do you guys think about this whole two-week break thing between these content updates? Is it is it well-paced, or is it are you just getting anxiety waiting for the next patch? I honestly think it's well-paced, because if we uh, had Savage, we would kind of... You'd be hosting we... the show right now. <laughs> I'd probably be hosting the show, but... 9 out of 10, it would probably be done already. Um, oh, you're saying if we had Savage so? from when... It already he's, be clear. he's not saying from today. He's saying from when... Like, the, from when, when Normal came out. If we yeah. already had Savage, um, it would be done and we would just be in this lull. Um, 
you would have more stuff to farm, I guess. So there's more, a little bit more to do, but you'd still be in the lull that we're in right now. You have PVP so, already. <laughs> PVP. <laughs> you, did not just, you did really not just say that. You really did not just say that. I'm just saying, we'd have something else to do. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, we would just be in this lull where we're at right now, and you'd have pretty much nothing to do but you know. Bitch about our drops in normal. And oh, we, that hasn't changed. That would make <laughs> like like we do yeah. most of the time between. Yeah, pretty most much. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. So I think it's kind of good that we're kind of waiting. We we have just a week, so I'm patient. I can take it. <laughs> what, mm. what about you? What about you, Ethos? What about me? Um, uh, I think the two weeks is all right. I mean, my group we. Even just going in there on like Sunday, we're like, oh, fuck this again. It's, it's already become so tedious. Um, but I guess that's us being spoiled in a lot of ways. Um, Are we all in general? I don't know. I, I wouldn't make it any longer. Um, I might have made it one week just to... Um, just to make normal mode feel a bit more exciting, you know what I mean? You'd, you'd be, I, I feel like if you knew you only had one week, you'd be far more focused into, as Milo was saying, the sort of potential mechanics coming for Savage. There'd be a lot more kind of discussion. You'd probably be taking it a lot more kind of slower and methodically, worrying less about drops and worrying more about the preparation for Savage. Um, but I don't know. I think two, two weeks has always worked. Mm. And you're a little bit more leveled. In terms of item level, I don't even I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. Uh, I think um, going into first coil, right when we're all, I mean, barely I one seventy. We might have been maybe what sixty five seventy. Um, that that was hectic. That that was kind of really scary. And you're you're at the point where at least for a couple of weeks, there's only so far as you can get with that kind of gear. Mm -hmm. um, Whereas ever since then, I don't know, I haven't, haven't really had that feeling of being undergeared when you get into it. And I find that sort of really exciting. Mm. You know what I mean? Makes sense to me. Yeah. Like turn, all... turn 38, you can clear in one in 110. Yeah, but you got, you got vid it's... accessories. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that, that just kind of, I don't know. I, I like it. I like the difficulty curve to start more critical. What about you, Milo? I don't like to be eased in. Um, I think I think two weeks is fine. It, it really depends who you ask. Um, an issue with me in Heavensward so far has been an issue in my personal playstyle and not the game's fault in that I just consume content really fast, as do the people I play with. So as mm. Ethis mentioned, you know, right now, my, to be quite honest, like my motivation to log in is kind of low. It, after we farmed... Alexander and got all our drops last week. Like the motivation to log in was low, um, but that's not the game's fault. That's my fault for just playing a lot and really fast. Uh, so I think when you level it out and you're talking about the entire player base, I think two weeks is is perfectly fine. And the 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 idea of going into content with poor gear is I like it too. But I I that might be sort of phased out at this point. I think. Uh, a lot of people enjoy feeling strong going into content rather than like feeling weak. Uh, but that's just a personal. I, I feel you on that, but 
I think mm. that's more of the minority sort of sentiment there. Two weeks seems fine, although since there's, I mean, crafted gear is debatable, right? I, I don't know if that's needed. Uh, it's going to be needed for Savage because before beforehand, I thought I thought it would be, um, you know, like Mr. Happy said with Final Coil, like you would need time to craft and meld all of this gear, and in which case, two weeks would be fine. Since that's not the case. Crafted gear comes out the same day Savage comes out. The, like, oh, it does it? The item level appropriate gear will oh. come out the same day. But, That's an issue, I think. But okay, the last time we they spoke about crafted gear, they we don't I don't even know. This was a translation. This could have been completely inaccurate. They were talking about the the scale of the gear and where it sat, like how item level is going to progress in 3.0 to 3.05. And they said the base gear will be log gear. Then you'll have upgraded log gear. Then you'll have Alexander normal gear. Then you'll have pentamelded crafted gear. Then you'll have esoterics. Then you'll have Alexander Savage in terms of power. In, in terms of power curve. Okay. Which is very confusing because there's no upgraded esoterics gear mentioned, mm. and crafted gear with the pentamelds HQ is rated above normal. That's if this wasn't a mistranslation, of course. Right, and I don't know how I feel about them openly admitting because they've they've had mixed they've had mixed singles. They've said we want it to be a way for new players to get back into the game, you know, so they don't need to farm gear. It's going to be better than Alexander normal gear. <laughs> like that yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, and the fact that for people who would need to use it, um, this is you know the small minority of people who would want to use it for savage progression. Like you're asking them to craft it and meld it all on the same day when the raid comes out. That seems mistimed i think but again that's that's a problem for such a small amount of the population that i guess it's not a huge deal but it, it is confusing the, the the relative power curve is confusing like you just said i think every super hardcore group has got at least one crafter who's capable of of meeting that task at least with the accessories if we have yeah. accessories, it could just be left side gear because they also said they're sick and tired of people melting vit to things. See, yeah, mm. that's that's weird. I mean, yeah, it's really strange. They started no. doing that back in 2.2 .2 where they were like, we're not releasing the most up-to-date accessories. We're not doing it. If you want to use the old ones, go right ahead. And you know what groups did? Like, sure, we'll use the old vit accessories. And guess what? We still beat the fight. Well, if it's not a vit problem, then they probably won't be absolutely necessary. That's the hope. And that's to bypass the fact you have you don't, you don't have enough gear by the fight standards. Yeah. I guess on the flip side, uh, poison potions aren't working at the moment, are they? Nope. Mm. Well, how how do we feel about that? I reckon, I reckon that is absolute bullshit, I gotta say. We need super I'm potent not happy poison. With that. We, we, need, we need powerful potent poisoning potions. That's what we need. I don't powerful use poison pots, so I don't give a shit. Poisoning. Powerful potent poisoning potions. That? It needs it, they, every Jeez. every extension of it needs to have another P, so we can go. P -p 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 -p. Yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm just straight potions. straight straight potions. And so. these and by the way, these new stat potions are not easy to make. I don't are know if expensive? you guys have. They are very very hard to make right now. You're talking about the draconian, right? The draconian mm. potions. No, are, I've heard that. There's also no new ethers, as far as I know. No higher level ethers. Mm. Okay. So, and elixirs have like a seven minute cooldown, so no one wants to use those either. I get We've the sense a, a, I get the sense on. other than like the super, super, super cutting edge, like world first tier, so like myself, for example, like maybe you would use X potions of stats still, 
maybe i mean if they're that monumentally expensive um to make and to craft i don't know what do you guys think about that i mean i guess this varies and a lot of people probably wouldn't even use expotions but the draconian ones are yeah really expensive right is that feasible for the average player to use at this point happy do you think i don't think the average player can afford draconian potions and the food is just as bad if you want up-to-date food. food's bad too that's actually something i was going to mention mm -hmm. so um about about crafted gear so there's a very strange issue with um with this game currently for healers it is that they the current law and alexander and ravana gear for healers has no accuracy and so actually the only way to hit the accuracy cap is to use the new hq accuracy food which, last I checked, was 125k for 30 minutes of use. Like, so one fish, I believe, was 125k. This was last I checked, so maybe it's less now. It's bad. But that's pretty mm. extreme. The fact that healers specifically cannot hit accuracy cap, like, normally, is uh, without using extremely expensive food is another, I guess, area where crafted gear might come into play, but... That's well, just a random part. And the thing is, these are considered vital components of progression. If you don't yep. bring every edge, you are basically saying, "I don't want. I I want this to be harder. I want this to take longer." True. And true. the edges that were are currently, it's almost like vanilla WoW type, co like collectible, like collecting things and and materials and whatnot. It's a very very overwhelming experience, and I don't think I think every average player is still going to be using Black Truffle Risotto, they're still going to be using X-Potions, and there's no new ethers, so even healers are stuck with X-Ethers. So, I'm really interested to see if these recipes see any changes the day of Savage, or if they see any changes at all with the difficulty of getting the items for these things, and then actually crafting them. I think it costs more to make a Draconian Potion than the Draconian Potion sells for at this point. On wow. Yeah, because I bought a shit ton wow. of draconian potions of strength, and it was they were they were kind of middle of the road expensive. So I, I mean, I'm and this is coming from a dude who's like third world in Gil. So I I like bought what thirty, spit about maybe about full hundred k. Damn. All right. <clears throat> Well, luckily, what you're talking about, what you were just talking about right there, Milo, leads up into our next topic after Alexander Normal. But is there anything else we want to talk about in 3.01? I know the changes to Bard and Machinist were big, but I'm the only one who's even dabbled in it. So, I don't really I've feel... I've played a bit of Machinist. What's a bit? I'm at 50. Okay. <laughs> you don't have <laughs> Goss Barrel yet, in other words. No. So, the only thing they changed... Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. no. Okay, I yeah, I don't, I don't think we really need to touch on Bard and Machinist. They're, they got buffs, whatever. Hooray. It's worth using Wanderer's Minuet and Goss Barrel now, as long as you don't try to run around for 10 seconds with them on. And do nothing <laughs> for 10 seconds with them on, mm -hmm. pretty mm -hmm. much. All right, so with that out of the way, um, we have the live letter 2030. Oh, God. There's a reason why we took a really long time talking about Alexander Normal, guys, and it's because we really didn't want to talk about Live Letter 23. Look at Ethis's poor face. Oh, no. Should the name of this Live Letter have been Get Good? Because that's what I'm thinking. <sighs> it's oh, like, he yeah. didn't only say Get Good. He also said, stop asking the same questions you ask every Live Letter. It's the answer to the same. <laughs> the devs had to kind of take a stance sometimes. Damn, like, this, is, this is the first time uh, really in, in me seeing the devs kind of put their foot down. 
Mm. And I kind of I, I like that. Look, they did that. They put their, they put their foot down and they told everyone to get good. And then they said, ooh, two-year anniversary. Oh, we got some really exciting stuff. Here's a coaster. And I was like, yeah. on, fuck off. And you think we're bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have, every time I want to type in chat, I have to mute my microphone. Otherwise, they will not be able to hear you over me typing. Oh, God. <laughs> um. It was the answer. I mean, don't get me wrong. This was the most Q and A they've ever done. Ninety questions, approximately. They answered. Mm. You got to give it to them there. They start and Yoshi P even was like, "God, pick a different question." Like he didn't look like he was enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yep. goodness. But um, so with all these questions, there's zero chance we go through all of them, and so many of them were like, "Oh, we're getting any new hairstyles." Uh, when when's uh when's we when, we didn't ask when we get add on surprisingly, um you just came out with DX eleven when's DX twelve coming out? Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh oh can we fly in two point areas? That's another one that's on the resurface. Separating the Aura horns from their face, like so many questions we've seen every time. So can we just all we each pick a few questions, our favorites, even if they were terrible questions that just made us laugh? We each just pick a few questions and go through them. And discuss them a little bit. Sure. All right. I don't even want to talk about mine, but <laughs> so <laughs> we'll th we'll do mine later. Sly, I want to I want to know what your like few thoughts were on the live letter for this one. Um. Well, starting with my job, um, the positional changes with Dragoon, I'm indifferent. I'm really indifferent about it because I'm already used to it. So. Like maybe changing the positionals on the uh, fourth finishers isn't really going to do much for me. It's it's not going to do a whole lot because it I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> the whole RNG aspect it, there's not really it is RNG, but I'm fine. Um, I'm fine with um, the way it is now. I mean, if they want to put it like cement it to where. Like the chaos thrust will be maybe willing thrust after that, or the true thrust will be fanging, um, fanging claw. Good, but I'm still indifferent. Um, really, the next highlight was about Bar because I, that's my uh, second job, and like people complaining about Bard, and amongst all other responses, this get good kind of. <laughs> It kind of was the funniest because I hear, uh, I hear the most complaints from either bards or machinists, and out of the two, I think maybe machinist feels a little bit more warranted than bard. Bard, I, go ahead. I will say machinist has some poor play patterns. It does fine, but mm -hmm. it has some very unrewarding play patterns. I feel. Mm. So I kind of agree. Uh, I kind of agreed a little bit, even though it was harsh as shit the way he said it. But he said it so nicely. Um, <laughs> it was so harsh as shit, but he said it nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we kind of got what he was saying. Just get good at your job. Tough love. Tough love. <laughs> we we need that tough love from Yoshi. Um, really, I only had two. I only had two. Um, that's it? You didn't think there was, like, a funny question? Like, something mm. that was just, why is this here? 
Oh, I'm to be sorry. Honest, that was the entire second half of the live letter. Don't worry. To be honest, mm. the whole live letter, this was probably the most blah live, live letter I've ever seen. It mm. really was. It, Which is, it's so strange because they just answered questions, like 90 mm -hmm. questions. They were just... I'm, I'm ex And I was expecting to see, hey, some content, some something, show off something. No. Q&A session. Coasters. Coasters. Well, I guess we, he did say the next live letter would nice be coasters. a lot of Q&A. And he definitely delivered on that promise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So that's those the only, mm. those only two you got, Sly? Yeah. All right. At this, I really want to know because we got show notes back here. You wrote a friggin' novel. Novel. <laughs> Ooh. Can't oh, wait, was, dude. I can't help it. Well, I, I guess first I can speak to the Dragoon thing a little bit. It, it only really makes a difference in Ravana for people who can actually play their job properly. And it's a big potency difference. It's, it's what? It's uh, the difference between 280 and 100, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's yep. 180? I thought um, it was 90. It's 280 and, and 100. So it's a, it's a difference of 160 potency. But I feel like in Ravana, that's, that's kind of balancing because Dragoon's still on top in that fight um, and and I feel like those kind of little things that that, that make um, make our job uh, a little bit more difficult or a little bit more um, dangerous I suppose are, are really just balancing issues in a lot of ways. Anyway, um, so I found the whole Bard Machinist thing really interesting as well. There, there were a bunch of questions about this. People asking both um, uh, I can't deal steady damage with Machinist, please fix. And then, of course, the can you tell us how to play Bard now? <laughs> Which is fucking hilarious. Um, so I like that he didn't really uh, he didn't really pander to these. I think there's this real arrogance um, in the community where someone picks up a Machinist, right? And after two weeks, they find that they're doing less damage than the other classes who have been playing that class since 2013 and they think immediately, the first thing they think is there must be a fundamental uh, problem with this class, with the design of this class. Doesn't cross their mind that maybe they just haven't mastered it yet and maybe it's a little bit more difficult than they think. Um, and that's basically what Yoshi said. He said, it's only been two weeks, give it a little bit of time. You can't, you can't possibly imagine that you're going to be do the, doing the maximum possible DPS on a new class after two weeks. That's just, that's just arrogance. Um, and I think the differences that came with Bard were enough of a difference that it, it almost does feel like a completely different class in a lot of ways. It feels more like a caster. And same sort of thing there. People haven't adjusted to that change yet. Um, I've made a lot of bards upset by saying this, but I, I know for a fact, I know some bards personally that play bards specifically be, be, because they find it easier than other DPS classes. Um, and the issue they're having with this sort of slight skill cap raise is um, they don't get their face roll class anymore. That's not an option anymore if they want to maximize their DPS. And that's where a lot of the hate is coming from. And I think it's interesting that... Um, Black Mage with a Nokia, and they've had similar changes where, you know, suddenly their class has become significantly more difficult, and not many of them are complaining about it, because I feel like a, a lot of Black Mages kind of relish that challenge, if that makes any sense. Um, 
So I think that can. Does anyone really have any thoughts on the Bard? Am I am I being unfair there, oh. assuming that a lot of the Bard complaints are from people who who are just upset that it's become more difficult? I I have Bard at sixty, so mm. I'll I'll speak on this. I've been playing it. I've done. I've played it through Alexander. I've I've done I've done stuff with it. I've tested like eight different rotations because nobody mm -hmm. knows what the hell they're doing in the first eight seconds of that fight because you have. Three, you have two dots. You have like seven buffs you want to get up before those dots are going up. Mm -hmm. I think Bard is perfectly fine. I think it's a little clunky. As a whole, there are certain skill combinations that are really annoying. If you use Repelling Shot and you use Heavy Shot too quickly after, or you use another ability right after, it'll interrupt. Terrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, there's so many off the global cooldown skills that you're trying to fit in that double that even it's come to the point where Bloodletter has a higher priority than Heavy Shot, even if the global cooldown's available because it's the same Jeez. potency and you want the reset more than you care about Heavy Shot's damage. It's mm -hmm. it's very very strange and it requires it's definitely a, a higher skill cap now. Mm. And the biggest thing people don't want is they played it for the mobility. I find that it's not just that it was the easiest. It's that people loved being able to freely run around yeah. and perform their job yeah. 100%. I don't think no, it's so much that. that it's harder, but that it's just entirely different from the in one of the main reasons they got into the role. And I feel that's a fair criticism. See, when, you, when you're talking about job changes, I think it's, it's really important to make a distinction, which almost every complaint that I've seen has failed to make. And that's the distinction between... I no longer like this job, I don't like the feeling of it, it's not for me, and it's broken. You know what I mean? Mm. People, people sort of conflate not liking something with something having a critical design flaw, and I think that that's, uh, that's it's arrogant. I mean, it's understandable is that if you really liked the way that your class felt and there's a significant change, you're going to be sort of irked by it, but that, that doesn't make it broken. Um, I think the so, old minuet and Goss Barrel were broken, though. Like it was. Oh yeah, they were. They were, but yeah. it wasn't because it felt different. It was because yeah. they fucked it up. Because a lot of people don't know the jobs performed fine before those changes if they were played correctly. Mm -hmm. The problem was that there was almost no reasonable situation to keep a lot more. Like it was if. This is not the like. Let's say it was ninety percent wanders minuet now, ten percent not in minuet. It would have been ten percent minuet before ninety percent not in it, and you would have mm -hmm. seen most likely a DPS mm -hmm. increase considering movement in a fight. Now at the extra ten percent with the off the global cooldown with the no cast time, it has basically become that if you don't need to move, turn it on. You have no reason. Mm -hmm. If you have very little movement, turn it on. If you have to move a lot, turn it off. But you can easily turn it back on. Yeah. That was a good change. I haven't played Bardo Machinist at 60, but the, just the cast time on that just seems so fundamentally like disjointed, I guess. And so, yeah, I like that change. I would say there's an argument to be made when you fundamentally change how a class is played, in this case with Bard. We'll just talk about Bard since they existed in 2.x. When you have, when your entire playstyle revolves around free movement, and then you fundamentally change that overnight without giving the players a chance to test this beforehand, um, that is that is just a natural human reaction, I think, to be frustrated, um, mm. and is a valid concern. Um, I I never played Bard other than just for fun. Um, I do feel like. 
forcing cast times onto a job that didn't have them for years is not a not a design choice I would have made, um, or I would have actually liked it better maybe if it was, um, you know, how pre-patch where it was like you would use it 10% of the time, or you'd use it like during the opener and then turn it off. Like it would be sort of a cooldown rather than a stand. It would last 15 seconds instead of. Yeah, so it yeah. would like yeah, it would be a cooldown. That would have made more sense to me coming from the perspective of just fundamentally shifting how the game experience for people who use the bard or machine or machinist class um, however it's ultimately Square Enix's game and this is the direction they wanted so I think that ultimately people are going to have to just get over it and right with removing the cast time this is something that should have just been beta tested in my opinion and that's frustrating I feel frustrated for mm -hmm. bard players right because this doesn't affect me um, I just feel frustrated that that people weren't given a chance to see this or experience this beforehand and then just throwing them in. Um, that's, I guess, my position on it. I'm going to play the whole Yoshi P devil's advocate right here. Sure. Um, how long, in 2.0, how long did it take for you to really optimize each job? How long did it take for you to really, quote unquote, get good and do the optimal DPS, whatever, at each job? How long? Months. How long has this game been out? <laughs> Three weeks. How long? Oh, okay. Now with Bard, that's one thing. When you pretty much change the whole dynamic, mm -hmm. I get that. Mm -hmm. um, even still, I would say to that effect, um, even if the jobs change, I mean, you just have to kind of start from the ground floor up. Um, treat it almost like machinist. Um, mm -hmm. it, you're not going. You're. It's not going to be optimized so soon. I understand that you want to get back to where you were in terms of how optimal you were at the job, but it's, I, I kind of, and I'm playing devil's advocate. Sure, sure. Um, kind of feel like you, I don't want to say get good, but give I don't it time. He's going to say it. I, I, I really don't. I just, I really don't. just give it, give it time. Yeah, you're going to be and patient. Yeah. You, you have to be patient. And I mean, some of the complaints, I, I get it. They're warranted, but I'll speak with machinists now. It's only been out for less than a month. Give it time. Like, really give it time. Get, like, work at it. Give it time. I'm, I'm probably not going to try out machinists anytime soon. I'm sorry mm -hmm. if I'm, you know, stepping on the toes of any machinists. But give it time, please. Really just give it the time. You know, put in the work and the effort. I'm not being elitist. I'm not being, you know. Covering his know. ass. <laughs> but I'm just saying, just give, give the jobs time. It's going to take time for you to really uh, optimize the role. Just give it time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really respect that. I feel like in the modern era of games, um, mm -hmm. knee-jerk patches are such a big thing. A uh, couple of games that maybe um, come to mind are kind of in a different genre, but like a game called uh, Mortal Kombat 9. When this game came out, they would have like major, like people would cry on forums and they would have like a major balance update like the next week. And it was like so knee jerky and it didn't give people a chance to, you know, like what you're saying, be patient and think about these things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's valid. Um, the people complaining that Bards did too low of DPS, and I don't think anyone really level headed. To, I mean, everyone. Who I guess thinks about the game on a on a more deep level understands like yeah you're a support class you're supposed to do less damage but uh, other than that yeah 
I agree. Other than the only thing for me was that giving a class that had was people liked it because it didn't have cast times, and then giving that to them, I thought was an issue. But other than that, yeah, I totally agree. Something like with Dragoon, right? Like the the fifty fifty of um, your the end of your combo. Yeah. Like you just simply stand if it's one is the side and one's the back. You just stand in the middle of those standing two and between. You got yeah. two yeah. seconds to work and it I out. Think, you know? well, I guess like to, the point being is just I, I'm glad that the dev team is 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 taking a stand and and standing by behind their Agreed. decisions. And I'm sure if it really is an issue, like Wanderer's Minuet and Gauss Barrel were so clunky that it was just undeniable. They changed it. And so, yeah, I respect that. Um, I think it's fine. That, that was, I want to remind both of you, that was one of Ethos's points. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's got, he's, he's got, got two more. more. He's got two more. I got more. Um, all right. We were, we were talking about this the other day. Uh, Sly, Mike, you were both complaining about the Moogles. Everyone's complaining about the damn Moogles. Um, there was a question. I think there might have been a few questions, actually. Basically, people complaining about the difficulty of side quests. Now, there's no, there's no gate. It's not, it's not a progression wall. You don't, you don't need to do it. There's no sort of necessary rewards. Um, I don't... I don't think there's an obligation for side quests to be quick and easy. Um, I can understand them being frustrated, but again, it's that difference between personally not being into something and thinking that it's sort of a, a design problem. And I, I guess on the flip side is uh, if you had a lot of lore in those side quests that you're sort of turning people off doing by making them sort of tedious, um, then people aren't going to be able to get that law. But there wasn't really even that much law in a lot of the side quests in Heaven's Ward. No. I, I found, for the most part, uh, it to be pretty kind of shallow and lacking, and, and I was disappointed in a lot of, a lot of points from a, from a law perspective. So how do, how do we feel about that? How do we feel about their reaction to, I guess, the Moogle quest, but not only the Moogle quest, this, this idea of, of side quests need to be kind of really easy to knock over? It's not Is even it just a, lazy players? It's not even a matter of just difficulty. It's just the, um, I would just say, impatience. Because we, mm. when you really think of a side quest, you think of really just something you do on the side. And it gets you XP, get in, do it, get out, move on about your life. So it's not really in the matter of difficulty. It's just, you know, like, if it's really worth the time. And mm -hmm. for a lot of people, I think, to compare to the Moogles, um, even the Durgans. Like, even though I like... I like Durgan Daycare in, in comparison to the Moogles. It was still kind of a, you know, I, I want to, you know, kind of move on. And when you're, when you hit that kind of level, that level block in terms of story and you have nothing else to do, you kind of have to do side quests. You kind of have, you're, either you're going to do side quests or you're going to do dungeon spams. Pick one. And mm. if you end up doing side quests, it's just, extra XP for doing whatever you really don't care about, really don't, I don't think anybody reads the actual dialogue, except maybe it's me yeah. sometimes. And <laughs> this yeah. is, I was like, yeah. do you know and who's this. on this show? So. I know, I, I, that's why I caught myself. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's just an essential time waster with the whole mm. Moogle thing in, in most side quests in general. What, what about you, 
uh, happy. I hate Moogles. The level 58 Dark Knight quest was the most satisfying quest in the game. Because you just get to kill Moogles. <laughs> it was... I, I almost wanted to abandon it and re-accept it again. Because it was just such divine justice. In reality, I went back and I had to do them on a second character. Second time through, wasn't bad. Not bad at all. And Ethis actually had a very interesting take on the Moogles themselves. In that... They're they're supposed to be shitty side quests because they themselves. It's satire. It's yeah. There's there's it's satire for tedious side quests. They even I tell it was you. Hilarious. They but even tell you. To, there's a line to be drawn with satire. They're trolling you. It's fucking great. But okay, the when when the first like five or ten of them are satire, that's okay. When the next forty of them are still satire, it's like I. You don't have to do those forty of them. But I don't want all the. I can't say I don't want the exclamations because people have seen what my hubs look like for the low-level areas. Mm. But I don't want those exclamation marks there every time I go to a zone. Unless it's a zone I feel like I can ignore most of the time. But when I'm flying around for hunts all the time, I'm like, I just want it gone. <laughs> well, if you're, if you're a completionist, then yeah, I guess that makes sense. Look, do you think people would accept them more if there was some interesting story and lore I think someone was mentioning in the chat, they don't contribute to the story, they don't contribute to the law. I don't think pe people would fucking notice whether they did or not. Mm -mm. I honestly nope. think that 99% of the player base, you could have some absolutely amazing story in those Moogle side quests, no one would know. I would know, Sly would know, Happy, you wouldn't know. <laughs> oh, I would, if, I would make my, I would find out. You're because, skipping all of that shit. Because I say, uh, I'd say the hunter, the uh, Chocobo hunter side quest in the Forelands, was actually interesting. Yeah. Yeah, some of that was interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, there was nothing to be had from the Moogles. It was just, they were just fucking lazy. That's it. Mm. Do my gerb, jump, uh, scrub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I guess my point is that I don't think giving them an interesting story is going to make more people enjoy them. Mm -mm. I don't think that's a solution. There's some people that just don't like side quests and they're just not going to do them. Or they're gonna do them, and they're just gonna—they're just gonna hate them. I don't know. I don't know how you could make them happy. You can't. Less fetching and more killing. I think it wouldn't. I think bottom line, it wouldn't be so bad if the Moogles weren't just stuck under rocks and shit the whole time. <laughs> I'm gonna switch back to the uh, to the regular state of the realm overlay for a second because I need to put myself on D and D because we just had the, uh, the Skype pop up again. All right. And we're back, and nobody's camera's messed up. Miley, you were quiet over there. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about this. I don't have too much different to say. I, I just agree that the time versus reward component to the side quest in Heaven's Word felt wrong. Uh, for the effort like that it took to complete the quest, it felt like the reward did not represent that, as has been seen with the massive trend of leveling in northern Thanalan. I think there's a fundamental issue when leveling in... Northern Thanalan is a more appealing option than doing the brand new content that they've been working so hard on. And I think that stems just from the base XP reward of the quest feels low. Um, I never thought that the quest, I mean, the Moogle quests were frustrating, but it was funny to me at least. I just thought that it felt like just the entire, and I feel like the side quests, you have to talk to them relative to every, the other options because they don't, you know, really exist in a vacuum, right? So you have to put them in the context of dungeons and main story and fates, right? Those are your four options. Fates were an absolute joke uh, as far as XP reward in Heavensward. That was um, 
they missed the mark on that. I feel like they were just not worth doing. Um, we're getting a fix for that, aren't we? Yes. I hope so. I really hope so because that 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 made me sad. I, I was looking forward to those. Um, but really, when it comes down to it, side quests, um, you they're an option, and it just felt like for for leveling, right? That's the point of them. Mostly is for leveling, mm -hmm. and and when that option feels less appealing in conjunction with the main storyline quest not delivering on leveling you in many levels. I think 56 and 58 were the main culprits where you did like four, you got like 10% of your level and they're like, all right, go have fun now. Um, <laughs> I think that was, I think that was the issue, just the relative, uh, and then it came down to really just dungeon grinding um, or like Northern Thailand Fates. So hey, that's the Northern, the Northern Thailand Book Club is awesome. Dude, I mean. <laughs> the Northern Thailand Book Club is the shit. That's where it's at. I mean, yeah, for people who have been trying to catch up on TV shows, it's beautiful. But <laughs> why, why is it a book club? Because it looks like, okay, I call it a book club because every time you go to Ceruleum, you just see mm. a shit ton of people standing around. Usually in a circle, it looks like a fucking book club. And then all of a sudden, we're just moving. Come back, back to the book club. But, so I'm sorry, I've never seen 500 people at a book club all run to the concession stand at the same time because that's what it sounds like. It's like it's like oh shit, they just put out chocolate chip cookies and all 500 people ran out. Okay, the that's cookies awesome. are gone. We'll, we'll we'll wait till they put out more cookies. Uh, yeah, I think they were just too tedious. Okay, this still has one more thing he wants. Yes. Oh, all right. Okay. So, uh, question forty-six was asking about what what is the new twenty-four man raid, right? Um, he said there was a hint hiding in something that he said earlier. Now, everyone immediately assumed everywhere at once that he was referring back to the UFOs, right? And that we're going to have some lunar whale bullshit, and that we're going to have a twenty-four man raid on the moon, um, which I don't want. I don't know how many people want it, but I don't want it. Um, there were other things that he said that, that it could have been. I mean, he's been sneaky about stuff like this before. He, he was talking about um, Azaslar and Ayatlan and the whole, uh, the whole Ixal thing. I mean, that's got to go somewhere. Um, what else were we talking about? We're talking about uh, Minstrel's Ballad and um, how we could be getting a, a Hard or Savage or one of the story mode dungeons. Could, could we have like a 24-man like a chemical research facility in Minstrel's Ballad? I think that would be really interesting. I agree. That would. Mm. I don't uh, want to do Ethereochemical anymore. Why? I've done why, Second why Coils. I've done that? Second Coil enough times to not want to do that dungeon anymore. <laughs> uh, I don't care for the second boss pretty much. As, as much as I think it would be great to, again, as they said they were going to in this expansion, show people coil mm. mechanics. I think they, and they did. I think they took and it they a did. little too literally with a therochemical research or something. Mm. Like, here's mm. here's a second coil. Have fun. And first coil. Here. This one thing. Doesn't even have any mechanics. At least they didn't give dive bombs. I was, I was mostly interested that he was... He's, he said that there was a hint of what the new 24-man would be. He's like, I've, I've been giving you hints in my previous answers. No, now i got to look at questions 1 through 45 and just dissect every <laughs> oh word. God. That's what I did. Yeah, and uh, there was comment on a minstrel's ballad for a singularity reactor. The official mm -hmm. translation says, no comment. The <laughs> unofficial translation goes, yes. 
<laughs> Where he's just like, yeah, there's gonna be uh there's gonna be an extreme version of a certain main story mission. It's kinda how he said it. Just no comment. Oh my goodness. We also heard that um sorry, go on, Happy. I was just gonna say new twenty four man raid, I don't want it to be on the moon either, for the record. No. What about you, Milo? I don't know your opinion on this yet. Do you want it to be on the moon? Um, that would be fantastic, but that would be something oh, I would save. I would, that would be something I would save for like the oh. end, like the end, end, end. And that's I a, don't know. That's another thing. Someone's bringing up the chat. They said the new twenty-four minute is going to be original to fourteen. If we go to the moon, it's Final Fantasy four. There's no way fans of butts around it. If they use the lunar whale, which I'm sure that's will true. be a component, and we mm -hmm. go to the moon. It is, it is absolutely Final Fantasy IV thing, which they said they weren't going to do. They could have changed their minds considering we have the Warring Triad, the Moon is a thing, the Lunar Whale's a thing, Dragoons are a thing, so Final <laughs> Fantasy IV, Dragoons, like, it's, it's all lining up. <laughs> yeah, it's the, uh, the other moon we're going to. Not, yeah, we've already that. done a moon raid. We've yeah. already dealt with one of the moons. Just we didn't go to the moon. You know, that so was originally, Dalamud was, we were supposed to go to Dalamud in 1.0. Yeah. That was the original design of it. It's supposed to be like yeah. Final Fantasy XI Endgame Zone. Oh my god. <laughs> Milo hears that, he's like, no. Please, I don't want to go to Sky. Please. Oh my god. But One of the other things that, um, that Yoshi mentioned previously was um, about continuing the, continuing the stories for some of the main scenario characters. Um, who, who would we really like to see sort of carried forward i mean other than the the obvious like um like galvis who who of the the new characters that have been introduced do you think that could lead not necessarily into a 24 man that could be cool but i mean who, who has the most potential nero <laughs> okay we see it yeah okay i'm so uneducated about this topic like <laughs> i can't even <laughs> What about some... Wait, wait, okay. Ga okay, for chat, Gaius is not coming back. He's dead. Sorry. Gaius no. is fucking coming back! No, it's not. <laughs> We're no. not having this conversation. No. You already had He's this conversation gonna... two no. times on that State hey. of the Realm. <laughs> he fucking started it, dude. He's not coming back. No. No. Fine. Um, you haven't realized what about, that. What about Astinian? Is Astinian coming back? Yeah. Really? I think so. Oh, I had an interesting conversation about this last night uh, with Frosty. Uh, I think, I think we kind of think that it, I'd say he's not coming back. I say once we kind of kill Nidhogg again, he kind of bites the dust as mm. Astinian, but he bites the dust. Another possibility could be that he could kind of do the whole nail thing and we fight a quote-unquote vassal of um, Nidhogg. And with Nestinian being kind of Durgany. Um, but I just don't see Estinian, uh, well, I just don't see Estinian as being sort of a, a powerful enough person to actually warrant a fight against himself. Mm. Like, he, like we talked about, we carried Estinian throughout 3.0. He got that hard. Listen, if, if, listen, he if, that he, hard if he carry. dies in the airy, you don't want to. You're dead. Like I'd say, he carried us. There. 
He, he held up an eye. Dude, he held up a fucking eye. We got, we got there. Nidhogg's on full health, and he's just sitting there holding an eye, one hand. Doesn't, but doesn't even pass King Flurry. As soon as it. the eye, as soon as the eye is gone, though, you that are instantly dead. <laughs> you don't want to see what happens when Estinian dies, because he immediately destroys you without hesitation. Just think about that. We have a full-strength Nidhogg now with both of his eyes and nobody weakening him. He well, there's now... the thing. There's the thing. I think, I think Astinian has one job left, and that's going to be him being this tiny voice in the back of Nidhogg's head that somehow kind of fucks with him and nerfs him in a similar way to what the eye was doing during that fight. I think, I think... Estinian's single function is going to be in our next fight with Nidhogg is going to make it basically possible for us to kill Nidhogg. And then we might have uh, some, uh, you know, some sort of closure moment with Estinian in a similar way uh, to that with Louis Soir after turn 12, but I don't think he's coming back. Mm. He'll come back in one glorious. You know, I don't, okay, bef I know Milo's sitting there waiting for us to get to his question. Well I actually no. I, I do want to say something here. I, I don't know, like, if this is out of place. I thought about saying it earlier, and then I was like, "Nah, this is like a vocal shit post. I'm not gonna do it." But uh, it was brought up in chat as well. Uh, it was brought up in chat as well. So like, I'm gonna need you guys to kind of like hold my hand through this because what I'm gonna say is kind of uneducated. But it was said in the chat by Doretto and White Rosies, and that is the incorporating a raid perhaps with the character Tiamat. Um, during the story, the character, actually one of the moments that was the most profound for me was Tiamat. I don't know if this pertains to lore or not, but I thought the, the, that dialogue between you and Tiamat was very, uh, it was interesting. It was like extremely existential in nature, and that's something I didn't really see a lot of before. I'm curious to know what your thoughts are. Like, is there any way they could incorporate Tiamat? Uh, I, I think there could be something to be said about freeing her uh what do you think oh uh, look what you've done <laughs> i've been i've been just like I'm put your hand yes. down fly. This, why, yes. why does why does the mention of tiamat make you look like you just ate uh yes. something rotten yeah, I, I think the i think it's the idea of tiamat and a raid <sighs> yes well not so much her being no like, it's the just boss, it's just slide like... just gets so smug about the idea of tiamat <laughs> free tiamat that's all i'm saying. I'm thinking anything you are vomit Tiamat. Uh, you know what? I had a comment on a YouTube video. Somebody said they're good. The Garleans are going to free Tiamat and they're going to use the Allegan technology to turn her into a cyber dragon and we're going to have to kill her. No, I can't have that. Well, uh, I mean, I've, I've been, I've been saying this a lot, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this kind of quickly so we can move on. Um, I think, I think the, the Garleans are going to end up stumbling across that neural linking technology. They're going to want to pursue it. And that is going to be the thing that unites Man and Dragon once again is going to be this bigger threat. Um, if anything is going to bring Tiamat out of this kind of mopey crisis of hers, it's going to be that. It's going to be some great need. Um, and if there's anything that turns the rest of the horde sort of against Nidhogg and sort of the idea of let's deal with Nidhogg and let's move on and deal with this uh, Garlean threat, it's going to be uh, the, the sort of potential of a reoccurrence of, of that whole Mericidian issue. Um, that that's where I think the main scenario is going. Uh, I've talked about that in several other places, so I'm not going to go too into that at the moment. But um, I think that that is the one way that Tiamat could come back. I think anything other than that would be sort of cheap and kind of fan servicey. Okay. No okay. offense, Sly. 
just free my girl. Just free my girl. Take care how it happens. <laughs> All right. Now, I've already read what Milo wants to talk about, and the first one I'm really looking forward to. So, Milo, I want you to carry us into this one. You want to talk about this? I want to talk about this. Okay. So, this was funny to me. Um, There are a lot of questions, like we mentioned. Like, these whole Q&A sessions are really cool for, you know, the fact that the producer acknowledges some dude's individual question about something that doesn't really pertain to 99.9% .9 of the audience. That's fine. I don't like it because, like, I just don't care about these... Like things like, are we gonna get a, uh, are we gonna get a new carpet like furnishing? Like I, I don't care. But there was an interesting one, and we were talking about class balance. So um, I guess the background is that in throughout 2.0 to 2.57, I played Warrior exclusively, and then in this expansion, I changed to Scholar. And when the details about Deliverance came out and their new abilities, I was wondering like, what's gonna happen here? I was wondering if the the accuracy bonus on Defiance would make you have to tank in Defiance, like you wouldn't have accuracy cap from the front without it, which isn't the case. Um, and so the question uh, the question was this. It was question four. Let me uh, find it here. Uh, the question was this. Even though they're a tank, warriors can deal a lot of damage. Will Paladin and Dark Knight be able to do similar amount of damage? That's a fair question. The response was, uh, wow, uh, the reason Warrior's DPS is high is because they have a debuff where they can decrease a target's slashing resistance. I mean, what? Yo, that's the only thing, right? I mean, like, so here's yeah, the thing. That one. That the reason one. I laid the context, right, because I played Warrior for a long time. I enjoyed the class very much, so I thought that Warriors in 3. Point, or rather in 2.57 were perfectly balanced their relative dps was their dps was legit and you know not discredited but they could not surpass like equally geared and skilled dps right i thought that was fine because the trade-off is much like a bard or machinist they have other contributions to the group than just dps namely defensive cooldowns and high health the fact that Warriors do so much damage, I just think is not um, not correct in terms of um, what else they bring to the table. The fact that they can do competitive DPS and tank, it, it means it, it just doesn't feel balanced to me. And the fact that they said it's because the slashing debuff is pretty hilarious, um, I, like, that gives... That that pertains to paladins and dark knights as well. Like how what well, uh, that was baffling. I think the issue is probably fell cleave. Um, Five hundred potency attack that costs no TP. I think is way too strong. Um, and uh, even though I like the warrior class a lot, I mean, I, I just think that warrior's damage is way way too high, way too high. And yeah. I, I know, like every time I say this, people are like, oh, no, no, show up, show up, show up, show up. Uh, Warriors are fine. But I, I don't think that's the case. As someone who has played Warrior for years and enjoys the class, I really think that their DPS needs to be toned down. I really, I really think so. And I'm curious to know what you guys think about this as well. I don't relate it to Felcleave. And even then, <laughs> they, they did say that Warriors, part of Warrior's purpose, that is their utility. A Paladin brings you super great consistency, a Warrior brings you increased damage not like a warrior can't tank anything a paladin can but they you know home gang ain't no hologram i think equilibrium is the problem 
Mm. Equilibrium in Deliverance makes you the most self-sufficient job outside of a black mage. You That's cannot true. run out of TP if you... As, as soon as you have to use Equilibrium for the heal, sure, your resources go down the shitter. Yeah. Then you still have Felcleave at no TP cost, or Inner Beast at no TP cost. You have abilities to fit in there to generate TP back without even needing a TP skill. Meanwhile, Paladins and Dark Knights, especially Dark Knights, will run out of TP in almost no time at all. A Dark Knight that is off-tanking is probably the fastest resource-burning job in the game. And he also says a Dark Knight can do comparable damage to Warrior if the slashing debuff is provided to them. That is the single That's most cute. incorrect statement <laughs> I've ever seen. Oh, wow. It's just blatantly incorrect. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> I don't. Maybe know. Yoshi knows something we don't. Maybe he's just really fucking good at Dark Knight. <laughs> Yo, you gotta. Start I mean, I, I once met I once met a bard in like. 2.3 that was that was trying out for our our raid group and we were like uh and we kind of had to talk to him because he was a bit kind of iffy with mechanics and whatever and he's like yeah but i do a thousand dps like per second you, know, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> you do a thousand dps this two this is this is in 2.3 like no nah, no nah, dude we've passed you and he's like no I, I, my passes is i do a thousand dps so maybe yoshi is just like that guy only with Dark Knight. <laughs> you gotta weave unmens in between your in between your TP using ability so you don't be, get starved. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I think I like Warrior where it is. I don't want them to change it. And if they touch anything, I think Equilibrium is the only problem. I think mm. that it has its trade off. But I I we can't judge these things until Savage is out, really, because Alexander Normal, you could do everything in Deliverance. You could do everything in Sword Oath if you're geared and, and experienced enough with a group of eight people you trust. That's true. In Savage, probably won't have those those same uh, just those same opportunities. Felcleave is awesome, though. We'll see. I mean, it's cool. Like, trust me, it's really cool. I just think the issue is like, even when you're, I mean, you have to imagine in Savage, there's going to be times where you are not tanking, uh, and Deliverance, I think, is just. I, I'm talking about like, I'm not talking about the actual numbers they put out. It's like relative DPS. I think is too high. Um, and then I thought, yeah, this this question was funny just because the answer was just blatantly like, uh, it's just a slash. Now we're just yeah. only talking about DPS. Do you think there's an imbalance in defensive capabilities? Well, no, that's that's the thing is I think they're fine as far as their defensive options. And I mean, yeah, they don't have hallowed ground. They they what they cite specifically in the post. Um, they cite specifically hallowed ground as like the antithesis. Oh well, they don't have hallowed ground, but. I mean, they, they vengeance is an extremely good cooldown. Uh, they have just so many, and I I don't know. I, I just think the relative DPS of a of a class like that should not be as high as it is. Um, but it's fun. It's really fun. I mean, I've been leveling warrior, trying it out. Like it's the fact that you can fit three five hundred potency attacks that cost no TP in the side the window of a berserk. And be getting the the crit from rats from whatever the deliverance rat sacks are called. Like, it just seems too much to me. That that's the only thing I would say about that. And not suffering from the damage reduction of defiance. That's a big difference as well. Which is not much different than not having deliverance before Heaven's Word. I mean, you just didn't turn on defiance. Now you have a stance. And right, and that was the trade off. Yeah, you didn't get crit. 
you didn't get bonus crit and you didn't have inner beast or now felcleave so I, I just wanted to mention that I, I and and also like they don't mention the fact that you went that they warriors bring the most crucial debuff in the game or one of the most crucial which is source path and dark knights don't have 100 percent they they can't use it at all if they're not tanking and when they are tanking it doesn't have 100 percent uptime so i think that argument's not valid either it does stack with path though that's true but then then you get into the argument of like what's yeah. a more efficient tank paladin or dark knight and, that, and i think the answer is pretty obvious there so yeah. um other than that, yeah, all these like mini questions about like new mounts and stuff like that. It's cool for the person who asked the question, but to everyone else, it seems kind of like just out of. It, it just seems yeah, kind of superfluous, I guess. <clears throat> um. All right. Well, the only thing I really want to add to this because we've had some pretty good discussions tonight, I think. Mm -hmm. Alexander Savage's loot system. We talked about Alexander Normal before. The Savage loot system was the one thing I absolutely needed to see, and they saved it for the very end, those bastards. It is Coil with Ravana tokens, or totems, whatever the hell you want to call them. Every turn, you can only complete it. I guess I just called them turns by accident. Because you guys influenced me. Everyone just gave up and started calling them turns. Oh, they're turns. Uh, whatever. They're, whatever. Floors, turns. I don't give a shit. Move on. Patch notes. <laughs> <laughs> They're body parts. Whatever. Of the um, father. You can only complete them each once per week and be eligible for loot. You know, you can't do them over and over again to get it until you get what you want. The loot itself directly drops, and each clear gives you a token that you can spend on other gear if your RNG is shit on getting gear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Couldn't we have... I, other than the minus the weekly lockout thing, I, I like it better. <laughs> I like it. It's a good system. A lot better. Yeah. And even if so, you use the assist system, you still get a token if you haven't cleared it for the week. So you, even if you get no loot and you just have seven people carrying you, you still get a token. To clarify oh, I see. that that token, it's it's not like the ones we're getting in, in normal mode. You can use no. it on any piece of it's, gear. It's like the... Well, I actually don't know. I have a feeling that each floor is going to be different. I don't think you'll get four of the same token. I think you'll get... A token of the cuff and a token of the arm, and that way you can't like buy a floor four piece just from beating floor one over and over again. Okay, that so you'd be sense. able to buy so anything. That's, that's what the I loot think. They, they didn't. They didn't okay. clarify. That's just that, how I would okay. interpret it. That makes sense. Well, mm. yeah. But this, I mean, this loot system is just superior, minus the fact that yes, you are still at the mercy of RNG every week. But it still solves the issue of, I will get this piece. I will get my weapon eventually. I won't wait 23 weeks of not getting a spear from, from turn 13 anymore. Yeah. And also the fact that normal mode didn't have weapons that were showcased in the trailer. The, mm. the armor showcased in the trailer was the savage armor because it was dyed a different color as well. Um, and they mm. showcased the weapons, those teases. That's them saying, we're not going to show you normal mode stuff. Just here's savage mode. Mm -hmm. That I was like Sly. Sly, with this new system, how many weeks is it going to take you to get your ring? <laughs> I don't even fucking know. Um, no, I want to. I, I want to hear it. With the the current system that we have for like normal. No, or for Savage. Savage. How many? How many weeks from the start of Savage until you get your ring? I'm calling it first week, first time, it, first time, whatever floor. First drop? Get it. <laughs> no, don't see. You say that, 
and it won't happen. And I'll be waiting <laughs> God knows how long to get the fucking ring. However many weeks right, of tokens long. it takes. There you go. However many weeks of tokens. Sly, listen, I'm on your side with this. We just put him back in a really bad place. <laughs> Sly, if it makes you feel any we better, just send him back like four If it makes weeks. you feel any better, oh, I've never, I never saw the earrings or the uh, wrists for. I mean, I eventually Ninja. saw this shit in the end. I never saw it, ever. <laughs> Even after it was farmable. So. Don't give me shit. Don't give me that look, because I had it even worse. <laughs> you at least saw it eventually. Is that he the face that doesn't care? <laughs> I'm, I'm still salty. I want to buy you a care mug that you just never fill. So you can say my care cup is empty all the this time. It's always empty. It's always, always empty. <laughs> and the only other things I really want to talk about, we touched upon with Milo's Dark Knight can do as much as Warrior. I thought that was hilarious. And the whole get good theme. My favorite was probably Ninja's. <laughs> ninjas and machinists were my two favorite machinists who is like <laughs> how do i be more efficient as a machinist <laughs> keep your buffs up use your abilities and use wildfire when it's available <laughs> next question <laughs> wow and then ninjas with the mudra lag where he's just like <laughs> i'm I, i'm still having mudra lag with my ninja and i'm having a hard time fitting it in with all the new skills what should i do just give it some time no this time is not gonna fix that problem. Just give it some time, dude. <laughs> just wait for just wait for the overall level of internet connectivity in the world to improve and just wait till just level fine. three communications goes out of business and they and your connection's no longer passing through them. Yeah. That's an issue that Ethis probably doesn't <laughs> understand, but everyone everywhere else gets it because it's a terrible No, problem. I get the concept. Well okay, I mean I, I play I, I have to pay for a for tunnel service in order to be able to raid and that's getting me usually about two hundred and fifty ping. But that's understandable for you because there is other than Japan no server anywhere near you. Japan's pretty close. Yeah. It, it is pretty close. We just got really, really shit infrastructure here. <laughs> and um, Ninja is not really uh, playing playing Ninja optimally on on two hundred fifty ping. It's not possible. You just stop using, just never use Ninjutsu. It's like it's DPS loss for me at this point. I can't do it. <laughs> it is. It is a lot of the time not using uh, if, unless you're just spamming Shuriken. There's a lot of situations where it's just a DPS loss to be playing the class at all with that kind of ping, and that, and that sucks. And I was trying to main Ninja for a little while, and I was doing fine, but I don't know. Something about not being able to min-max is just, ugh. It's frustrating, I think. Ugh. I had the same experience yeah. with Ninja. I didn't feel like paying for a tunneling service, and I was just, like, playing this without a tunneling service and without good ping is just uh, frustrating, I guess, is the, the feeling I got, at least. Mm. Just go to court this central highlands it'll it'll all be better i promise oh my god for some reason that's the best zone in the game to use mudras outside of the lavender beds i think it's because there's not so many packets being sent and received because of the way that the snow is uh is uh textured it's just one mm. big thing it's not individual textures mm. so it, it creates it creates a situation where you don't have as much mudra lag very strange but as soon as you step into a raid it, that goes to shit immediately yeah it's it's unfortunate. Oh man. So that was a lot of stuff. And to think we barely touched on anything they said at the live letter. 
But we're getting afros, guys. Because it was a lot, lot of fucking videos. Yo, that's good. Coasters. We're gonna, there's going to be more coasters at Eorzea Cafe. <laughs> you can get a Merlewub coaster, whatever the hell. It is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at Atthis just, just wiping his face. Just like, Atthis, you're the closest one. You got to go get coasters for us. Yes. I don't use coasters. So, exactly. Send them to us. Yeah. I could use them. <sighs> Just, it cost just... it cost me to to get to Japan and back and and like eat at that cafe, and bring you some coasters. It'd be about five thousand wow. dollars. So if you guys want to pitch in for some coasters, you know what? Ten years from ten years from now, when that cafe is closed and everyone's like, "Oh man, remember that cafe? We could sell they those will coasters." They would not be worth five thousand. Maybe for the whole collection. <laughs> no fucking way. No, <laughs> I don't think so. All right. So there any point so that they I want to shit? No, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Stop giving me that face, Atlas. <laughs> that face, I want to give for that face you just made. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, is there any points that we want to nail home here with 3.01 and the live letter before we wrap things up? Get good. <laughs> Alright, Sly says get good. Anyone else? I'm all out. You're all out? You took it, yeah, you took it all out with your are. questions? Yeah. And Milo, any closing thoughts? I would say um, for for people who may um, have been on the fence about trying to join a, a group and experience Savage Alexander, uh, I would encourage you to give it a try. I think it's going to be very exciting, and I'm really looking forward to uh, I'm really looking forward to figuring it out um, as a community and sharing information and things like that. Um, I, I would really encourage. Everyone, if they were on the fence to give it a go, I think it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, and be patient. I I don't, dude. I gotta be real. I don't like the good good thing. Like I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I would just say be patient, be patient, and open minded instead. And piggybacking off off of that, Milo, what would you say to a um, person who doesn't have a static and or doesn't have a group and wants to do um, Savage? So there's a there's two ways of going about it. Um, one is a there's actually a subreddit called um, reddit.com/r/ffxivrecruitment. It's extremely extremely active. They have like their own system where you can make a post if you're looking if you're someone who's looking for a group or if you're a group looking for someone. This is, to my knowledge, the absolute best way of of finding that. Another option is to make a party finder saying, "Hey." My, I am I can play X, Y, and Z class. Um, my hours are such and such. I'm looking for a group. Um, please contact me. Those are the two ways. I would say the Party Finder one's a little more clunky, um, but the, definitely the the Reddit FFXIV recruitment is a really really nice tool um, that my group has used uh, to find players, for example. And yeah, it's really good. I, I highly encourage it. And and if you do try and try and experience that content, remember to just uh, just be open-minded and accept responsibility. I think that's something that doesn't happen enough in modern MMOs or games or society in general is people taking accountability uh, for errors. Uh, and I think that's crucial to having like a, an enjoyable raid environment is people who are accountable for their own errors and, and being open-minded. That's what I would say. This one's for Milo. He can't do it. <laughs> I had to drop it for him. I had to drop it for him. Am I a yeah, bad person for thinking that his chair was going to give way on him? 
<laughs> it, it went back so far. Yo, You're missing I'm some always, screws on I'm that always thing, keeping man. you guessing. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us this week on State of the Realm. Uh, ended up going on pretty long. What do we got? We got like just under just under two hours right now. So uh, I guess with Ethis on the show and me, we're both we're both blabbermouths. Milo's a little bit blabbermouth too. <laughs> Sometimes. We love to nail points home. We love discussion. That's a good thing. That's for the show. Ethis, you've been this is your third time on the show, and you're gonna be here next week too. Yeah. What are you guys talking about next Damn. week? Jeez. Alexander. Oh, so next week. Next week we're doing lots of Alex Law. Jeez. As much Alex Law as we as we can. And um what else what else are we doing? Do we know yet? Let's not spoil it. Let's let them let's leave them in suspense. It's Sly's looking, it's Sly's looking for the answer. He mm -hmm. wants now. He just wants to know for himself. Well, thank you, you three, for uh, joining Sly and myself on the show. Ethis, I know you just had to do it last week, but we do it every week. Where can everyone find you? And I promise that, unlike the last time I hosted, I have your Twitter right on the overlay. I promise. Oh, it is it was right, right here. Last week. Okay. No, I said when I hosted. Unlike the last time I hosted, when oh. it, when I messed it up, it's correct this time. It is correct this time. So you can find me on Twitter at FFXIV, uh, YouTube, uh, I think it's just youtube.com slash ethisasher. Um, and if you can't keep those two things in your head, just Google Ethis and I should be one of the first results because it's uh, not such a common name. All right. And Milo, where can they find you, Mr. Wanwan? So the best place is just twitch.tv slash Milo575. Um, we're going to be streaming. It's, it's kind of sporadic, but just keep an eye out, I guess. Um, and then on Twitter, it's the same, except it's uh, twitter.com slash Milo underscore 575. And then uh, you'll, you can know when we're going live and things like that. And it'd be really cool uh, for anyone who maybe hasn't stopped by the channel. It'd be really nice to meet you. Uh, we have a really... We have a really fun community and uh, always love meeting new people and, and just making it bigger. So I'd uh, love to see you guys there. All right. Thou arst mine Esquire, Blue. Where can they find you? On this couch. Um, you, can find <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. Uh, Twitter at Sly the Fox. Instagram at Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox 07 on Behemoth. As Fox Sly at Plot 14, Ward 5 of the Lavender Beds, home of the Foxhound FC. Boosh. I know it's not arsed, but I, I couldn't remember what it was again. It's Ethis's original thing. I didn't want to take it. Uh, and you can find me, Michael, Mr. Happy Poporomo. Everything, Mr. Happy127, Twitter, you, uh, not, not YouTube, actually. Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch, Mr. Happy127, YouTube, Zaynort1227, GG childhood i will be on next week again Sly will be hosting again Sly, this guy this guy right here he's doing his happy <laughs> for you there we go he'll be on he'll be on the show next week he'll be hosting again joined by ethis they've already given you a little bit of teaser on that so please look forward to it pook will also be on the show next yeah week. yes yes Ooh. yes pook okay. pony's ride I want that to be his father notification. Sly saying that from now on. Pook ponies, right? <laughs> the world needs this. The world needs. The world this needs this please. now. Please. Okay. 
Anyway, thank you everyone for watching. We're going to go over to post show where we have some conversations that I feel like still need to happen that we could not fit onto the show. So if you're not seeing it, you should come watch us live. We'll see you guys next week. And until then, take care. Bye. <laughs>